Hello everybody, welcome to me moving to Canada.com MM2C. This is me, Ben. I was born in Philippines. I'm a Filipino and I worked in Singapore for five years, leaving my family behind in Philippines. And then we decided to immigrate to Canada and became a Canadian citizen. This is my podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the Sunday episode of me moving to Canada.com or MM2C and online presence building OPB. And this is me again, your host, Ben. And in this Sunday episode, we invite fellow immigrants to share their experiences when they move to Canada. We have our guest for today. I met him in Vancouver sometime in 2018. We will ask him about his journey to Canada and learn from his experience. I would like to introduce to you guys, Athar Anis. Hi Athar, thanks for being here and uh, welcome to my podcast. Hey Ben, uh, thank you very much for inviting me and it's actually an honor to be on the podcast with you since I've always been following you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, okay, for our listeners, um, I would like to ask you, how did you find find out about me and MM2C? So MM2C was born in front of me, I believe, because I've been following you since, uh, uh, since a very long time before you even established MM2C. Oh. Uh, you, I, I, I'm not sure if you remember that, but you had, you had a blog where you used to write about about different phases during the immigration process, what documents are needed, uh, which, um, uh, which you know, which what what is the best way to follow, and all those things. Do you remember there was a blog, and yeah. then so I used to follow you there. I used to leave comments there, and you know, ask questions and all that. Uh, but then once uh, you know, once things advanced, and you know, you had a lot of viewership, then you started. Uh, this MM2C. Then mm-hmm. uh, how I came to know about this is through you, I believe. It's you told me about. You remember when you came to to Vancouver, you were talking about uh, starting something and all that. Mm-hmm. So this is how how I came to know about MM2C. This is a great initiative, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And for the listeners, we met in Vancouver. And yeah. remembered we went to a Tim Hortons uh, branch in somewhere in Burnaby, right? It was uh, in Burnaby. It's not the Tim Hortons branch. It was a food court of uh, the mall that I visited for oh. the first time myself. Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> oh, the Tim Horton part came later on, remember? Uh, I think that was our second meeting when you came to yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was the second meeting and you were you were really tight with your schedule and I, I wanted to show you different places uh, but you can do it you can make it yeah correct so that was the Tim Hortons part the the one before that was um, I think that was we met in the food court with this nice gentleman I don't remember his name yes, Tuntun. Tuntun. yeah Tuntun. yeah Tuntun. see oh my memory is getting better yeah. now <laughs> Tuntun is one of my guests as well in the in this podcast yeah, I see. Okay, I hope he's doing great, and um, uh, I like that guy. Yeah, 
so it's doing fine and uh, i i'm usually i have a usual communication with him uh-huh and, uh, yeah so for our listeners again um can you tell us about your background and where did you come from before going to or moving to canada okay uh, i'm originally from pakistan i was uh, born and raised there then um, i went to uk for further education i usually work uh, i was studying software development and um, i wanted to go to uk and you know um, study there so i stayed there for a few years then i came back to pakistan stayed there uh, stayed and worked there and then after i i had gained experience in working and studying in uk and then working in pakistan then i traveled to U, uh, dubai as well uh, mm-hmm. for work purpose for business and then uh, then finally after after that i came moved to canada yeah uh-huh. so did you move um, when you're single or you have a family with you yes uh, I came with my family. I have uh, a 10 years old son. His uh, his name is Heather mm-hmm. and uh, one beautiful wife, uh, Venus. Mhm. So were you were they also with you in Dubai? Well, it was um, initially that was the plan. My wife is is uh, she she's a dentist from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So this was this was the initial plan when we decided that we want to move out of pakistan uh the initial thoughts were that she would pass dentistry exam which she did so while we were planning to migrate to canada we were also working on plan b which was okay let's clear dubai exam and once we have the once we have cleared the paper then we would she would get the license and while she is practicing i can go out and also look for job and once we both are working it would be great uh, income you know we can we can make a good earning um so that was the initial idea so she did pass her uh, she did pass her exam she got the license but then we received the uh, the final you know the visa from canada so we we thought okay you know it would be great if we stay few more years in canada get the passport and then we can decide if we want to go back to pakistan or travel to dubai or stay here so that's the, that was the initial thought that's wow. how we executed the plans all right that's good you have uh, planned out everything yeah. <laughs> well honestly speaking it was at that moment it wasn't planned anything everything was uncertain when things were happening but now i it feels like everything was was planned but to be honest mm-hmm. yeah when we were facing it we were not planning anything we were just we just wanted to move out we just wanted to go somewhere <laughs> yeah uh, i think we are almost similar because we are me and my wife are um have a long distance relationship because we i'm working in singapore and they're in the philippines you know and it's okay it's hard i know how you feel that uh, away from your family right so yeah it's it's not easy it's not easy yeah so you have established have you been established in dubai already or 
um, the years. No, so uh, no, that's I was just there for uh, some assignments, some projects. Okay. But um, if given chance, probably I would want to go back and uh, and stay in Dubai for for a long time. Uh, I really like that city, and um, but the only thing is, like I said, we were planning something and had something else happened it was it was different yeah i've been to dubai and abu dhabi so they're just near oh, yeah? two hours away and this is the place is really nice um and the food and uh, and i can't say anything but the amazing thing, man yeah but the only thing is it's hot right it's yeah, super duper hot yeah yeah i'm coming from a tropical country and when i came there oh man it's so hot and um, given all the circumstances that you have why did you decide to to move to Canada so various reasons but um, give me one second this I was looking for an option so many reasons was one of the reason the main reason was the law and order situation back home which has gone really really better now but at that time when I was planning to move out around 2009, 2010, it was the law and order situation was really, really bad. And I didn't want to raise my kid uh, anymore there. And I didn't want to leave. So basically the things were so bad that if I had to go to work in the morning, I didn't know if I would be able to come back home uh, in the evening. It was that bad. So every morning I would say final goodbye to my my family and then go to work and every night when i come back i would say thanks oh. so it was that bad but uh this was the main reason why and plus of course um the the opportunities back home are not that good they were not paying much and they were you know a, a very little opportunities uh but now it's much better okay that's good and um how about your parents are still are they still there uh my parents yes they are still there and uh, i'm looking for ways to bring them here but it's to be honest it's very difficult uh, especially considering the uh, pgp program that they initiated last uh, sorry uh, the pgp lottery type of uh, program that they initiated uh, 2 years ago it it's it's getting difficult and difficult every every year which is quite alarming Sorry, Atar. What um, may I know? What is PGP? What is that? Uh, PGP? Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's a parents and grandparents program, immigration program. PGP. So basically, Canadian government has, you know, the immigration department has allocate a certain quota each year for the for the parents of immigrants uh, to apply for the immigration. So, if you are an immigrant and if you want to bring your parents over you got to apply through the PGP program. And what that program allows is it, of course, it looks into several factors like it does in express entry program. Mm -hmm. uh, it looks into how much the sponsor salary is. If, if, uh, if they can actually afford keeping two or additional people in the family and how old those people are, what their medical conditions are, all those factors. Yeah. And once that is established, they can apply for the 
the immigration, the only catch is it's only f first come first serve, which means so. The last year, it was only, they were only taking twenty thousand applications, right? And mm -hmm. uh, it was an online application process. So mm -hmm. once I got online, and as soon as the form shows, uh, as soon as the form showed up to me, I started filling the form. It took me five or six minutes to fill the whole form, and then as soon as I pressed the submit button, it told me that all twenty thousand applications have been received, oh. which, which was quite shocking because. As I've already told you, I'm, I belong to the to the IT and uh, I'm the software guy. So I, I'm supposed to have a faster typing speed than most of them, right? But that day I realized that there are 20,000 more people faster who, who have faster typing speed than me. <laughs> and all of them are interested in sponsoring their parents. So, Is that during January? Like January yes. the first month, right? Or the January 1st, right? Uh, it's not January first always. It's it's Jan or Feb sometime during okay. those sometime during the first quarter. Mm. But okay. this year, uh, so last year I couldn't make it. This year it was because of COVID. Nothing yeah. happened, and I don't know what's gonna happen next year. So uh, yeah, so it's always looking for ways how we can sponsor because, like I said, the things are not as good as we think they are back home. So if I personally cannot, or if I personally do not want to live in back home, then probably my, I want to bring my parents as well. Mm -hmm. So when they found out that you're applying for Canada, how, how did your parents, uh, relatives and friends react to that? So, uh, okay, sorry, I missed your question. Can you repeat that? Yeah, when, you, uh, when they found out, that you're applying for the PR for Canada. Yeah. How do you react for that? Like your friends, your relatives, are there some- No, you'll be surprised to know. Like a typical answer would be, oh, everybody was so upset. But in my case, everybody was super happy. Okay. They, uh, yeah, I mean, they were like, oh yeah, because things are not good. They, they're not looking good in Pakistan right now. It's, so it's, it would be good for you if you move out. Mm -hmm. um, but now things are really getting better um, after you know certain changes in the government then things are getting better but at that time about 10 years ago it was not that good oh okay so they were happy yeah and as i'm sure they're so happy when they you receive your visa as well <laughs> right yes i i had to throw a big party <laughs> oh. And now everybody's super duper happy since I've become a citizen now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So you're a citizen now? Yes. No, that's good. So everybody is a citizen now, right? Yes. What about you? Yes, we are a citizen already. Um last last year, January. Last year? Yeah, yeah. You were I believe you were one year ahead of me. Yeah. That's I why you... two thousand and fourteen. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, our baby is born here, so he's automatically Canadian. Yeah. So well, did you get a chance to travel on your uh, with your Canadian passport? Yes, it's so easy, man. Uh, really? Been to different places. I've been to. Um, did you go to somewhere where you would require a visa with your Philippines passport? No. While no, it's okay. so easy. It's so easy. Um, when I go, oh, you did right. You you did you not go to US? 
I went to US and it's easy, so easy. Um, I went to US when I was a PR. Okay. That's difficult because when I go out, I, I have to get a visa first, right? And pay through PR, uh, through Philippines passport. Yeah, with a Philippine, Philippine passport. So I have to apply for a visa to the US. That is $160. And yeah. during that time, I, I was traveling from, um, back and forth from uh, to US because I have a like a seminar something like that and then when when I have the Canadian passport it's just like just showing you you know so Super easy. yeah and then when we came we went to Philippines for a vacation with my my kids my wife and every one of us um, we went there for a vacation and it's smooth and then when we went to Singapore also man um you can see that there's a, a big um, difference difference uh because i'm an overseas foreign worker from philippines to singapore right and i always go back every two months so from singapore to philippines and during that time every time i go to go back to singapore it's a it's a long line of so many <laughs> you know something like that but when we when we went there and having a canadian passport it's like it's just like going to a movie <laughs> uh, really is that easy tell me one thing so if you had to go to singapore with your philippines passport did you need a visa or it's just show your passport and go to singapore actually we don't need a visa when uh, because we have like a, an agreement between singapore and philippines so we okay. don't have any visa there. But the question is, this immigration office in the Philippines is so strict that they, they are stringent on asking about what are you going to do there, how many days are you going, and okay. what, who, who are you going to stay, what place. What Who's your host, yeah, yeah. So many questions. The right? typical questions, yeah. Yeah, so, but having a Canadian passport, no, there's nothing. No really? Place. You just show and you just yeah. enter? Um, where are you going? Singapore. Okay. Then, boop, and <laughs> can't. Is that it? Yeah. I'm okay. with my, you know what? I'm with my sister, you know? So my sister is has a Philippine passport. I have a Canadian passport. And so we have a different line. So okay. this, uh, foreign passports and Filipino passport. We, we, we are ahead of 30 minutes. <laughs> Man, this is such yeah. a blessing, right? Yes. I mean... Easy. I mean, uh, I am um, stopping. So uh, the the reason is, I as soon as I received the passport, I I was thinking that I would go to US uh, next week. But as mm -hmm. soon as I received the passport after one week, it all um, um, the, all the borders were closed. So yeah. oh, no. because of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is this is uh, amazing, right? It's uh, even though I have not been able to um, travel with that new passport, but I'm sure be hearing all the other fantastic stories about other people, uh, it, I'm I'm sure it's it's much easier to travel with that. Yeah, I mean, it would be it would be much better than traveling with Pakistani passport, right? Yes, of course. <laughs> and, yeah. And then uh, you received a visa in Canada, and uh, how about 
when you land here and what's your experience and when did you land what month uh i i, I landed in Gen december 2015 oh that is winter oh man so how's yeah. experience um okay the experience was um uh firstly i've sent you a message so please read your message and second is regarding coming back to the experience uh the experience was not that bad because before coming to canada we were um we of course you do your homework right so there was somebody who was my best friend's auntie right so she basically arranged a basement for us a basement suite for us before we could actually land and once we landed she kept us uh, in her house for two three days so that we could get you know get used to the uh, the area the the climate the weather everything and then once we got used to it then she moved us to the new basement suite and then she gave us you know the, the basic furniture to start something with uh so this is this is how we got into um a basement suite mm -hmm. then i'm not sure if i told you about the um about the freelancing job that the, the freelancing contractual work that i do mm -hmm. so i was um, i was doing some freelancing for for some clients in us and then uh i found a job so i had to travel back and forth to burnaby from surrey so mm -hmm. every every day traveling back and forth from surrey to burnaby was a hassle um, and it was the traffic was crazy and i didn't like that because once i go home i had to work on freelancing projects as well so i wasn't too happy with that at one day uh, we were sleeping and we could smell weed oh somebody was smoking close to our window Mm -hmm. and i didn't like that like i woke up and um, i said to my wife that you know what we got to move out of, uh, of of this area we we should move to another place that very same day we found a house in burnaby and i went and met the owner and i said you know what i need this house i mean i need to rent because of this this is problem i just cannot stand weed smell so he he was kind enough to give us the house and we started living in so we moved to burnaby within a few days mm -hmm. so i didn't stay in surrey for long and then uh yeah i mean since then it's 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 all good okay so how did you find your your job is did you land on your your field or yes okay the yes the what everybody in my industry or i would say in most industries the choir is the canadian experience this is this is a pro tip for the um for the new immigrants that once you come here once you land here you would probably be asked if you have a canadian experience or not which of course you would not have right mm -hmm. so that is basically the toughest part of um, of you know getting into canadian market job market so once you get into the canadian job market uh, i mean there is no shortcut to it you would probably have to convince the employer you would probably have to show them your skills and the the, the, the way i got into the canadian market was um, 
because I was, like I said, I was working as a freelancer for US-based companies. Mm-hmm. And when I went in the market and I started looking for job, all the employers knew that I'm working for US companies, right? So working for a US-based company remotely is more or less the same uh, as working in Canada. Right. So uh, they knew that I'm quite familiar with the culture, quite familiar with the language, how the work ethics are. So, so I didn't face that challenge at all, um, you know. But I I know a lot of people who uh, start, who went out and they, they wanted to to look for work, but they were always discouraged by the fact that the employer would ask them uh, if they have a Canadian experience or not. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's good. That's good that you have um, experience. Like me, I have an experience in Singapore. Mm. So, yeah, and then the employer here um, counted, like credited my experience from Singapore. So I, I have no issues with um, integrating with their. Um, yes. Yeah. You so, were the lucky. You were the lucky few then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm really happy about that. And uh, I was so lucky because after three months of staying here, oh. um, and I'm not sure if it's it's like a coincidence or something, that the technician resigned on that company and there's no one that can fill in. Uh, it's just for me. <laughs> That's for me. The slot is for me because I'm, I'm just a... Uh, a plug and play so i'm already i already know the system and everything so they hired me and then the following day I'm, i started working already without trainings and everything just i already did the same um work that i did in singapore so, amazing man you well, were actually really lucky yeah we are we are uh, it's I, I don't know how how we can say that maybe it's lucky or uh-huh. Hard work. Yeah, hard work, destiny or something. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I am sure it's luck because for me, uh, I can I can say there are a lot of people who are more hardworking and who have spent more, who are more skilled than me, who are really, really better than me, right? But then, even then, when they went into the Canadian market after they migrated, they did face some difficulties finding a, finding a job for themselves. While, think about you, right? Probably there would be a lot of people who are also plug and play like you were, but when they landed, they, don't, they, they could not find a place to, to you know, offer their services. No technician designed from there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can say that the big factor that we have is connection. So, um, for me, I uh, I had connected with the international director of that company, so there's no. Um, it's easy to to recommend because he knows me already. Oh. That's why, yeah. So that's uh, the one of the factor, and uh, of course, luck. <laughs> yeah, well, that is that is true. Uh, it's it's not easy to to find a position. In Canada, there are two things which are really, really difficult in Canada. One is housing and one is jobs. So mm-hmm. if you can easily find, I mean, finding these two things together is, is really difficult. One is housing, of course. Uh, uh, 
the rents are high in Vancouver, especially. Uh, the rents are really high, and it's not it's not that easy to find a place, find a good place in Vancouver. And until unless you can like you're okay to pay big money, big rents, then it's yeah. okay. Yeah, that's that's right. And even then, even then, if even if you can afford that, even if you can pay that much, there are there are times when you you find yourself not being able to find a place. Um, the reason I I don't know the reason, but it's it could just be I don't know. Uh, when some of my friends they migrated to Canada and they wanted a place for themselves, I would take them to different places and have them meet different owners of the properties. Mm -hmm. The owners didn't want the new immigrants because of the lack of credit history. Yeah. So, because of course the owners also want security and surety, right? Uh, that their rent would not be, you know, they, they won't suffer. So a lot of new immigrants were facing difficulty finding a place to live. Um, and then of course, getting a job was a tough thing. Yeah, in based on my experience, um, renting an apartment here in Toronto, they need like uh, a payslip or uh, employment letter. Same here, yeah. Yes, you can't rent without that. Some of apartments they don't uh, require, but mostly are requires those things. I think and, the old apartments, like 40, 50 years old apartments are okay with that, but the new apartments, they, all of them uh, require all these payslips and job letter, and they probably hit your credit score as well. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And that's why I want to recommend to newcomers or those who are planning or have having the visa already, they need to connect with someone here so that probably they can connect sure, yeah. with a house that has a basement or a room that they can rent, right? So they need a connection from uh, if they're from other uh, from outside of Canada. They have to to network with people in in Canada, so that they can have a, an easy transition with the housing. You know, that would be easier. I completely agree with that, and uh, there is a trend going on uh, these days, and I I feel that it's it's very um, useful. What is if you are let's say as an example if you're from philippines right you would probably be uh, you would you should do some research on facebook you should look for uh, pages so let's say if you want to migrate to calgary so you would you would i would if i were you i would search for something like philippines in calgary mm -hmm. and i would try to find everybody or anybody who is from philippines preferably from the same city as i i am and then, uh, and who also lives in Calgary, then mm -hmm. I would reach out to them, send a message and, you know, or maybe post on the group or, or the Calgary page or whatever Philippines Calgary pages. And I would probably be posting there, mentioning my requirements, how many beds and what's the, what's the rent that I can afford and what my travel dates are. In that way, a lot of people do have 
basement suites or apartments to rent out and they're looking for good tenants or a lot of people have connections who yeah. can find you something. So yeah. this is a good strategy that I've figured out recently and it has helped a lot of people. If nothing works, then a lot of people do get you advice. And before you even land to Canada, you have made a, a you have made, you would like have made few um, friends and few connections to connect you when you go to your destination. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good advice. And uh, yeah, and, uh, also they, they will go for like, there are many forums that they can go in and join. And um, because before I came to Canada, I have a forum that I joined in and it's a really a helpful resource mm. because there are just a lot of like the immigration stories there and what to do and yeah. So that's why I had this kind of podcasting that I invite the immigra uh, immigrants to tell their story so that, you know, they have like an insight about what is it about when you go to move to Canada and what are the consequences, what are the things that they need to prepare, right? So that's why I, I created this kind of uh, podcast in every Sunday. <laughs> for sure, man, you're, you're doing a great job for sure. Uh, you have been doing this since many years now. And uh, uh, if not, if not, millions then i would say you have helped thousands of people already <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um there are people that are asking me and you know what there's a a feature in facebook which is called message uh, there's something like um there's a message that it goes to a certain folder in facebook that i haven't read and i just recently uh, recently discovered that it was it's like a message re, uh, message request so I found out that it was 2014 there are a lot of messages for me oh my god yeah, yeah. So I, I don't I like that feature all, I messaged them all I told them I'm so sorry I just read this this to 2020 <laughs> and the, their message was 2014 16 oh my god yeah i don't like that mess, uh, message requesting man yeah and you can't i don't know why there's no notification nothing notice that yeah <laughs> yeah i i hate that feature and uh, i think um, they should remove it <laughs> yeah yeah all right so um aside from uh, do you, uh, aside from the difficulty in looking for a job, a house, do you have any other challenges that you've encountered? Um, the weather is another one. Uh, some depends on depending on where you uh, where you uh, land. If you if you go to I don't know Saskatchewan, mm. probably they have like uh, they have like crazy winters. So it depends on it depends on what time of the year you are you're moving to Canada I as I mentioned I moved to Canada in December <laughs> end yeah. of December which was which, which was really cold but thankfully Vancouver weather is not that it's not Vancouver does not see a lot of snow so right. when we moved to Canada I even though I did see a little bit of snowfall but it didn't it didn't 
bother us that much, but I'm sure uh, there are there would be other people who would find this difficult. And of my 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 son and my wife they did face some difficulties with coping up with the weather. How about your kid? Yeah, a little bit. We had to cover mm-hmm. him from, from head to toe, uh, head to toe always. So this was. Another difficulty is the isolation because once you move to Canada and if you do not have a lot of connections already made up, as I, as I advised you earlier, then you would probably be, be left alone, right? And you need somebody to talk to, you need somebody to friends with, right? And if you are not fully prepared already, then you, you would find it really difficult to, to cope up with, um, uh, with things here. Mm-hmm. You need some. You need connection. You need to be social. Yeah, correct. Yeah. And any additional advice for our listeners? Well, do your homework always. And like I said, go on Facebook as you do normally, and look for people from the same city you want to intend to migrate. Uh, one more advice that I think would be beneficial is before coming to Canada. Equip yourself with good right skills. If you are an IT guy, you should always um, you should always go on LinkedIn, check for what sort of positions are available in which which city they are uh, available, and then equip yourself with the right technology. So once you move to Canada, you would not have you would not face difficulty uh, finding the job. Also. If you can do something about job experience in uh, Canadian job experience, then do it. Like if you're an IT guy and if you can manage to find some freelance work from Canadian company or US based company or even UK based company, you know, any, um, any country in, in, you know, the, any English speaking country. And if you can manage to find work in, work remotely then they would you would have something to say during your interview that yes i work for i worked remotely for european countries i worked mm-hmm. remotely for uk based companies or us based companies which would add some additional points to your resume for sure because they would know that you are disciplined enough to work remotely for the companies and still keep them as your clients okay yeah and speaking of freelancing, do you, you have a freelance um, company? Can I say company, or uh, you have a freelance job that maybe you, I, can, uh, you can promote to our listeners? Maybe they have some job that they need to you. <laughs> well, yeah. If uh, anybody wants um, a technology-related advice, they can always reach out to me uh, on my portfolio. Uh, I never, I never build a website for my own self. Uh, but soon it's it's on the way. I'm I'm working on it. But in the meanwhile, if somebody needs any help or anything, they can go to uh, my profile, which is pph.me/ather. So how is you spell it is uh, pph papa papa hotel dot me slash ather alpha tango hotel alpha romeo. That's my first name. And then uh, you can go there and you can send a message to me. And if you can explain, if you can write down that you found my profile through MM2C, or if you mentioned Ben, 
then most probably you'll have like really high discounts and oh, <laughs> immediate <good>. responses. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And what uh, what specifically is the job that you do like uh, for freelancing? I am a program software programmer. I usually work in uh, software applications, large scale soft, software applications. And um, um, so starting from web designing to web development um, and database security and APIs, I work on all these areas. So anybody who wants to automate their system or anybody who wants to build a website for themselves, um, they, they can reach out to me and uh, I would be more than happy to give, give them, uh, you know, I would be more than happy to show them my, my portfolio and the work that I've done in the past. How about mobile apps? Mobile apps are, uh, I can work on that. Uh, and anybody who wants to get it done can definitely contact me. All right. So, okay. So we can, um, I'll put a show notes uh, down on my podcast description mm-hmm. and our Facebook uh, page or YouTube so that they can see the link. I can put, I can put the link there. And they can visit your website, and then hopefully, sure. uh, um, when you have the website, I can update that for you. Okay. Awesome! Thank All you, right. Ben. So, thank you very much, Athar, for being in my podcast, and uh, hope to see you soon in Vancouver. Right? <laughs> yeah. Go. Thank you very much for having me, and uh, yes, for sure. Once uh, you come down to Vancouver, let me know, and we'll link up again. Okay. Okay, guys. We have a blast of awesome experience from Atar and uh, the advices from him and thank you very much for our guest Atar and uh, guys um, thank you for listening on this podcast and uh, we have this every Sunday and also I have an OPB podcast every Monday, Wednesday and Friday and we have the MM2C podcast on Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday. Okay, guys, so you can go to me moving to Canada or MM2C or just type in Ben Alagnam. And you can go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, CastBox, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening. There are 11 platforms that uh, that you can hear my or listen to my podcast. So see you there, guys. See you. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast episode of me moving to Canada.com MM2C. If you want to see the videos and photos of Canada, go to facebook.com slash me moving to Canada. And you can send email to benalagnam at yahoo.com. See you. This is Ben. Bye.